This is Pretty Gamecast. I'm Matt Fister. And I'm Mark. Today on the show, we'll be talking about Phenomenon 32 by Jonas Karatsis. So, Phenomenon 32, what do you think? It's a hard game. It is. It's big. I, I, uh, great opening. Yeah, it's cool, huh? Like, uh, so, let's, let's, I mean, want to do a summary of the story, maybe, for people. The opening? Okay. So, yeah. So, to, basically, in the 30s or something, 30s, 40s, they developed this new weapon called... Kind of instead of the atomic bomb. Yeah, called the reality bomb, based on this new branch of physics called Phenomena 32. Right. And the U.S. government faces, like, an extended Great Depression that goes into the 50s. So I guess there was no World War II. And they decide that the best way to revitalize the economy is through war. And half a day later, the entire Earth is destroyed. Wait, is that really the plot? I didn't get that. Oh, I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. That was somewhere. Oh. I think I read that part online. Like, on the website. Oh. So, yeah, the reality bombs basically destroy and ravage the Earth. And they do it in a really weird way, but but that's getting ahead of myself. There are survivors on a moon colony, like 130 survivors or something. 121. Yep. So they see the Earth being destroyed, and some time passes, and they decide, you know, we have to look for more survivors to ensure... And they're survivors. running out of resources. They're running out of resources, so they build these probes and they land on the destroyed Earth um, and start a base. Yeah. And they they need to like clear out – like you, you need to like – I think you, the first thing you do is you have to like techni- – like the theory of it is you have to clear out a building to like exist. Right. In. To make a basin. Yeah. And so you're landed on the planet and you play the role of a – some kind of craft operator. So you're a human, right? You're a human. Okay. And you fly some kind of craft over the planet. It looks like a ball. Yeah, you look like a ball and you have like a little laser. Sim- simple graphics, but we'll, I guess... We'll get into that yeah. more. You... And it's kind of plays out then like Commander Keen. You ever play Commander Keen? Keen? No. Oh, man. I've heard of Command and Conquer. No. <laughs> Commander Keen is a... Uh, well, it's like this. Except, it's like, except, except you're a kid in space and you have a pogo stick. Um, <laughs> but it's made by uh, John Romero. Really? Yeah. And huh. Carmen back in the day. I Maybe think I did. The pogo stick sounds familiar, but I don't yeah. know. Maybe I've seen it. What system anyway. was it for? Or a computer the game? A computer, yeah. Mm. So anyway, Phenomenon 32, you, you're you on this planet and you explore these different sites and basically once you complete a site by getting to the other end of it or a different exit, you open up a new level. So you're exploring this planet and looking for communication centers initially at least. Well, the, um, it, the, your goals seem to change throughout the game, and we haven't right. gotten that far. Me neither. So I'm not sure. I, I assume the communication centers are at the end, but I'm not sure. <laughs> so anyway, uh, 
So you explore the planet, and the story is revealed through voice logs as you go. Like after you finish a level. After you finish a level or you unlock something, there will be a new voice log. Um, like from scientists in the base. I guess you're all right. practically scientists. It's sort of like – I guess you could think of it as if there was World War Three, all continents were devastated with radiation except the Antarctic base. Or or astronauts. I guess they're astronauts. Oh yeah, the space right? the space station has teamed up with the Arctic base to like yeah. explore the rest of the Earth. It's just all these like astronauts, all these scientists and engineers. Yeah. So the one one really nice thing the the writing is actually pretty good and the the everything's voice acted and really good. Which is unusual in any game, let alone an indie game. Yeah, um, hard, hard enough in like a popular game. Yeah, it's like, like you know, like Bioshock levels of decent, I would say, voice yeah. logs. Yeah. Uh, and the music and sound design is really great too. Um, and they've good effects on uh, a lot of atmosphere. Like when you when they're speaking, it, it fades in and out. Like you're hearing it over yeah, there's a bad like radio, crackling noise. And actually, all the music is really kind of full of weird ambient noise. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what reality bombs <laughs> to a planet. I guess. So the planet's really dangerous and deadly, and full of weird creatures that you can't quite discern what they are that kill you. Partly really because quickly. of the graphics. Partly because of the graphics, which is intentional. So the graphics are all black and white. Great game, game, game Boy set. style, yeah. So this is the second black and white game we've done in a row. Which is odd. <laughs> not completely not on well, unintentional, but not not on, on purpose either. The reason we reviewed last, I mean, we talked about the game last week is because you mixed them up, right? Right. I mixed up HeroCore with Phenomenon 32. I wanted to try out Phenomenon 32 and thought it was HeroCore <laughs> and got confused. Yeah. But... That's what happens Visual, when you visually remember. similar. Visually similar. Gameplay somewhat similar. Oh no. Uh so yeah, it plays like a side scrolling platformer. You go through these incredibly challenging zones. You die quickly. Resources, dying a lot. It's almost like sometimes some levels are the levels are full of anomalies, like gravitational fields like these, and radiation these kind of like circles and, and, and like, like the background or whatever glowing noise that kill you sometimes yeah some of them some of them make you jump throw higher. you across the level yeah they'll just toss you in a random direction and um, even outside of the ana- anomaly sometimes i don't know maybe it's a mistake in the no no section. i had this too oh, okay I was wondering, I was going to ask you about that there's like one level that's a skyscraper where this was really happening to me a lot and I found, like, if I jumped left, like, moving towards the left against a wall, I could yeah. kind of just climb I, up. I noticed that, too. Okay. Yeah. That's and exactly I think it was intentional because I'm not sure you could beat the level. Exactly. That's what I was thinking, too. It's like, wow, if this was a mistake, this was the most well-timed mistake ever. Right. And so the game's full of weirdness and things. It feels like you're exploiting um, the bugginess <laughs> of this game, but I don't think it's really buggy. No, no. I guess not, and especially since you had that, too. Sometimes it's like that level especially was really uh, kind of affected me. Like the music's like this really beautiful, like weird ambient, like guitar, acoustic guitar music mm. in the background. Yeah. And it's just like you're exploring these huge skyscrapers they're, that they're are very depth, tall, like vacant and gigantic. They're taller than the level is wide. 
Right, and I got to another level like that later on, and they were even taller in that one. Wow. And just, like, blowing my mind. They're not, there's not heavy graphics, as we've said, but they're sort of, like, you get the hint that they're shelled out remains. Like, you can sort of... I'd, sometimes I think some of the objects look like desks, I guess. Like, from yeah, the office, there's, maybe. like, burnout building... Like, burnout, like, signs, advertisements and stuff. Oh, yeah. Old, old-style old signs, too. They look, yeah. They look nice, those signs. Those aren't low graphics. Well, they're, like, images that look like they've been... Yeah, edit it to fit the style. Yeah, which is cool. Um, so like we said, the game's really hard. I don't know. This it is seems my... long. The game's very long, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like I didn't do the game justice. I like I was just scratching the surface. I was just starting to unlock some of the stuff today. To, that was kind of impeding my progress. Uh, part of this is my own fault for not... I don't know. I feel like a couple things about this. I feel like the game... I really wanted to explore its environments, but I'm kind of stingy. And mm-hmm. you have to spend these resources to buy everything, and I would right. just want to survive on one hit point. Right, right. And But you can't do that in some of these places. I you think. really can't. And it was... like. To the point where my progress was impeded because of my stinginess, and I should have just ponied up. Yeah, definitely. Other games have taught us in the past to be care like not even if you even if you just end a game with a million resources to not spend them. Right, and in this game, you literally have unlimited resources because you, you can, can replay a level. Yeah, replay any level you want, anytime, and the resources are all back. They even joke about it in the logs, like, yeah. "Oh, this is convenient." A convenient <laughs> like, oh. aspect of Phenomenon Thirty Two physics. Yeah, right. All these elements are regenerating. So you can unlock, like, boosters and stealth, and you really do need them to get past some of these Like prob- radi- radiation diff- shield. Like, one one level, I can't go anywhere because I don't have a radiation field level. I don't have a radiation shield. Or, like, there are some levels where there are these, like, hovering, weird things with tentacles. Oh, and, and they just shoot you. They just shoot you, and there are these big ones. I don't know if you saw one of those. But they, like, you can get by the little ones, okay, if you keep moving. The ones that shoot, but, like, five things, right? Yeah, but the big ones shoot five things, except they explode and just <laughs> kill you, and they're huge. And, like, they're fat, it's faster and has better aiming, it oh. seems like, and just kills you. So you need the stealth to get past it, I think. Yeah. I definitely get the impression that as I move on, like, I've, I haven't, I, I played less than you did. I played, like, only probably three hours, because I just, if if you listen to last week's episode, I, I, I only just got my Windows computer back, so I, I was only able to play last night some. And uh, I, I, I definitely have the impression that my ship can be much more powerful. Yeah, I do too. And I feel like even with the stuff I'm starting to unlock, I'm still just like struggling to progress. Right. <laughs> and and I feel like one one thing I really don't like about this is it kind of encourages you. Like, I wish there's more stuff to explore that you didn't need the unlocks, because I felt like I really needed to grind some areas. Yeah, exactly. gather. You're just harvesting, like farming. And so I'd I'd go to levels where there are a couple of resources towards the beginning, and it's relatively safe, and I'd just get the resources, go out, get the resources, go out, and and it's just just like a waste of time. you, uh, You have to finish the level, though, don't you? No, you can go out the way you came in. Can you? So you can oh my go god! Back out the beginning. That yep. that makes it worse. I don't like that. It's, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, if you had to finish the level, at least. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that'd be better. Or that would worse. make it more annoying, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like it. Because I, th- I think it's important to say that the developer has put out a warning on his website 
Um, Again, so there's this big warning before you download it about, you know, this game is not casual. It's going to take a lot of time. It's not for everyone. Don't, uh, don't, don't go too quickly, you know, take your time. Yeah, and like, I'm into that and stuff, but I don't know. I don't have enough time to really enjoy this, I think. Right. And I wish I did, because I really like it. I, it's, I do, do want to see some of this as the story develops. I think that would be, I want to see that. So yeah, I, and I want to see the world, too. The world's yeah. really interesting to me. Um. So I have another complaint. I just want to get off the bat. Um, yes, sir. I, there's, <laughs> what's there's your a, concern? There's only one game state, and I'm fine with that. Like, there's no save. Like, they're saving, but there's only, you know, you can't select your saves yeah. or whatever. I'm fine with that. But I couldn't see an option to restart, like, re, to erase your game. Oh. I don't know. I don't know, like. Why like, did you want to do that? Did you screw there's, it up? There's a specific reason why. It's because, you know how in the opening there's, like, a little movie that says, like, 1953 and you hear a soldier yeah. talking? And yeah. then it says 1970. I was it like in 1970 it was just crackles or what what because I think I might have pressed a button and skipped something because oh. I'm not sure I pressed a button and then it ended so I didn't know if it was coincidence or if I accidentally skipped. Uh, I and don't I, remember. So I I know the movie at the beginning was very long. It was long and and the move it's it, it opens I think is that Carl Sagan every time you yeah. start the game. It uh, it's dedicated to Carl Sagan, um, right? And uh, it starts with a quote from Carl Sagan, basically saying like, you know, once you realize you see the blue pearl, you know, you realize all of our little feeble squabbles or whatever have are just you know on this little blue pearl. We should sort of be you know not so mean to each other. It's very very nice. That's a good message for a pretty gamecast this week. <laughs> be nice. Um, be nice to your fellow man. Don't don't nuke the world. <laughs> yeah, with a reality bomb. Okay, keep your reality bombs to yourselves. Can I can I make some spoiler speculation, which is not a spoiler because I barely played the game. Go right ahead. Do you think the monsters are people? Or I don't can- know. I know this. Yes. So there's some kind of thing about the the tectonic plates have fused with another layer of the Earth and formed a really big plant. <laughs> really. That's what a scientist told me. Wow. And I don't know what that's like right when I quit. I don't, I don't know, what, know that what that means, but that sounds interesting. But I did see some weird like thing coming out of the earth, like blobbiness. I like the in, I, later level. I like the idea, and I don't think this game's gonna explore it. Maybe it does, I don't know. Where like because it seems that the perception of everything is off, so maybe like you're seeing something in one perception, but maybe there's alternate like, you know. Maybe oh, they're yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe they're yeah. like people that you're like, you know, shooting in the face because you think yeah. they're monsters or something. Or maybe they see you as like a, you know, I don't I don't know. You know what I mean though. It's maybe yeah. you can like unlock an alternate reality with the phenom- like in phenomenon 32 physics land and right. It's and it seems like there's a lot of stuff to explore that I can't really get to yet because I don't have required power-ups. Right. So who knows what's there. I don't know. Have you run into, I don't mind the spoiler because you didn't get that. I mean, you said you played 10 hours, but still didn't get too far. Have you found any people yet? I have not. Do people, there's also a count when you click on your home base, you have a count of how many survives there are. Has that gone down? Not that I've noticed. But it seems like it could, right? Um, Yeah. I'm a little worried about that. (laughs) Yeah, I was worried worried about taking your time. Just makes me anxious, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And I haven't, so I found one, I guess the first goal, or maybe the only goal, I don't know, is to activate these communication arrays. And I found one, but I can't activate it because the level is like kills me right away. Uh-huh. But I've only found one, like, <laughs> which is kind of frightening. Um, and I feel like I've I've gotten a lot of levels, like at least 15, I would say, maybe oh, okay. 10, to, 10 to 15 levels unlocked. The world map isn't bad. It's simple, no, it's but cool. it's, it kind of looks a... like it looks like blobs. It looks like if someone took Google Earth and like black yeah. and white yeah, it and yeah. inverted it and zoomed in all the way or something. It's which simple. is cool. It's, it's simple, cool but it's a nice background. Yeah, you'll have to like. I think you, the listener, if you can play this game, if you have a Windows box, it's a big download. It's like two fifty, but it's for Megs. Like Megs, yeah. Download it just to at least watch the opening video. Yeah, it's good, and it's cool to see um, an indie game pro- approaching development that way. Yeah, that's just big story, big cinematic kind of. It's like an eight. It's like a ten minute. It's not even like a video, but it's an ex- opening whatever audio experience. sequence. Yeah. yeah, it's like ten minutes. At least download it for that. Yeah, and, and, and if you cool. like it, play it a little bit maybe. Yeah, it's a cool world. Um, uh, I wanted to mention another another game that goes for something similar. This exploring hostile. Yet, um, hostile yet familiar worlds is the stalker series of games, oh. which are cool. Which ones are those? So they're by a Russian publisher, I think, and they're based on um, people going through the. There's basically another. The story is there's another explosion at Chernobyl, and it activates. It creates all these weird anomalies, a lot like what we see in Phenomenon 32, and also artifacts. And the artifacts give you weird powers, like, uh, uh, like the, I think, I don't know, all kinds of things. And basically, these guys called stalkers, which are like bounty hunter kind of guys, go and try to get them without getting killed by either the mutated wildlife or monsters hmm. or, cool, other stuff. So it's pretty cool. So that's that's worth checking out if you have a fast machine that can run it. Uh-huh. Um, and definitely worth it. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's, they make it sound like my my machine's fast enough so I don't run any trouble. But for whatever like technology he used to make the game, uh, it seems to be in alpha or beta or whatever, and uh, is a bit resource intensive. Um, I forgot what he called it's whatever he used. It's called like yeah, I don't remember. But, constructor. Uh, constructor. Yeah. Yeah. So you need a, you might need a... You might need a fairly fast machine. That's <laughs> yeah, around, but we'll see. Ironically. But, um... Uh-oh. Got a phone call over there? Uh, yeah, I forgot to, I forgot to, uh, quiet, <laughs> quiet the phone. I usually, I usually turn the phone off. Uh, <laughs> My so... Bad. Yeah, so, uh... Check out Phenomenon 32 by Jonas Karatsis. We'll link to it on this uh, post. Good job, Jonas. Um, next week we'll be doing Hydora by Luca Molito. Um, Luca Molito is an indie dev who had a game out this week called Labby de Mort. I'd like to play that sometime, but I figured I'd play the last one first and that's work my way up. That's Hydora? Hydora. That's, oh, so this is a prequel. Well, not no, a prequel. It's the first to do one. With it. Oh, okay. it's just a different game by this guy. Oh, okay. So cool. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that. But this week, I have a I have a pitch black. Yep, kind of. 
Let's hear it. Um, uh, pitch Black is a series where we pitch games to each other. Yeah. Um, and this is also something I'd like to make eventually. It's I don't have a title. I, the title in my mind right now is Pingback, but I think that's just be called it because the segment's called Pitch Black. <laughs> um, because I, I've sort of. Ha- <laughs> I think it should all just be weird wordplay. Mito referential wordplay. Um, so. It's the working title right now is just Pingback because um, I I I made a, a silly little blind game. I have an update that I haven't pushed out, but um, called Blind Path, and I, I I like the idea of making a blind friendly game, but I wanted to make one that was slightly more interesting, and and, and not criticized by blind people. <laughs> <laughs> because actually, I I I don't know if I told you. I realized the old blind game I made. Uh, in the current state, I, I did fix it, but I haven't, again, not updated it yet. Uh, I haven't made that live. Uh, is unplayable by people who are actually blind. Because there's no instructions, no, right? No, because in uh, the iPhone and iPad, uh, there is a there is like a accessibility layer that the blind people can use. Uh, it, it makes it so that when you push buttons, it says what you pressed. <laughs> and I did not account for that, so... My whole thing gives them an error noise because I don't comply with their uh, with the accessibility spec. Oh my gosh! So they literally can't use it. <laughs> well, that's like the wor- that's like the worst game of all time. It is. It's horrible. It's it huge- is free, right? Oh yes, of course. That would be embarrassing. No, that would be hugely embarrassing. <laughs> I also I also made it in like two days, so I didn't feel too yeah. bad about it. But right. I f- like a month later, I realized that blind people literally were unable to play it like at all. <laughs> So I'll I'll fix that later. <laughs> um, for this game, I would take that into account. But yeah, so for ping black ping back, um, the idea is that for a t- it's for a touch based interface, and uh, the idea is that you're in. So I was thinking a little, tried to go a little more interesting, like a rogue likes like an exploring of a room, but I didn't explore that idea too much. So instead, it's just you're in one room, and maybe there's. Uh, what you do is you uh, t- you lay down like ping locations. You touch like you're somewhere in the screen, and you know where you are in the screen. And well, maybe you don't need to be in the screen because sorry, I'll explain in a second. But um, <laughs> I'm not explaining this very well. Um, but you put down like I touch somewhere on the screen, and so I lay uh, a like a little echo station there, and then. Through 3D sounds, I, I'd have to like explore with uh, OpenAL. Uh, I could hear what was around me, um, mm-hmm. like if there's if there was like a person. So it's like a first personish perspective or a top down kind of thing. It would be more of a. F- I was think I want to do a more first person one, but I think this one would be more top down. Okay. Um, because you're laying down the station, so you're hearing so, from the so station. You, so you click somewhere. Which lays down a station. But I guess it would be more first person. Yeah, I guess it would be more first person, yeah. Because then you're, I guess the assumption is you're always facing forward. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so it is more of a first person. you can move person. somehow? No, you don't move. You, okay. you can lay down a couple stations per game. It's more of a puzzle game. And then you have to uh-huh. try and find the things in the room. Like... Mm, you ever played this? It's often used in mini games. Like I remember, there's a Final Fantasy mini game, Final Fantasy VII mini game, where you're hunting for bones in the ground, and you tell a couple, you can buy a couple guys to 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 um 
lay explosions into ground and then they can tell how far it, they can hear how far away something is and then after you lay three you can triangulate to find a thing um i'm thinking something like that except it's more based on the audio quality like mm-hmm. like so that you know it's around and maybe there's um walls with different audio qualities like maybe walls that absorb your pings so you won't get sound back from them and maybe some that are more mirrory i don't know what the audio term for that would be that kind of reflective okay yeah i get i'm an an idiot then (laughs) acoustically reflective (laughs) um that would kind of you'd have to realize that you're hearing yourself back or something and maybe you can hear the other stations around you and you have to sort of realize where you put the you 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 could know where you put the other ones and and maybe there's like treasures and bad guys and you want to avoid the bad guy you don't want to like grab the bad guys but you want to get the goal or treasure or something and so i'm picturing like each room's a puzzle of varying complexity based off of the complexity of the room how many stations you can lay down and how many times you can rehear what a station, how many times you can make a station play. Mm. And that's basically, I, again, it's not as uh, fleshed out, I think, as um, your, uh, what was that game you called again? Xeno. Oh, last week of the game I pitched black was Xeno Naturalist. Xeno Naturalist, that's it. Um, the uh, the rocket-based uh, zoological jetpack, exp- jet sorry. The jetpack exploration game, um, but yeah, that's that's the basic idea that I think. It of. sounds cool. It'd be interesting to see how much you could get out of the three D audio stuff, and how useful that'd be, especially on a handheld device. Because I assume you're like, you know, you'd have to wear headphones. This is a headphone game, but if you have, right. if you have a mobile device, you have headphones. They come with them. That's true. Um, and I assume blind. Every time I see a blind person on the street, they have headphones, which is interesting. Maybe is that true? In New York City, I see that a lot. I always assume because then people don't talk to them, so they don't have to worry about that. I don't know. Wait, why would they be worried about talking to people? Well, maybe that's not true. Because they, they, they can't be... Maybe, that, maybe that's, that's projection. Maybe that's projection. I don't, that's why I wear headphones. <laughs> I wear headphones so I don't have to talk to people. But um, I'm not... Yeah, I, I'd have to think of... Like how, like the different audio qualities of things, how that would work. I don't even know how feasible this is. Yeah, like, like, if like you, how it would work. Like, I don't even know. I wouldn't even be able to tell you. Like it, because I mean, I think I, I think the technology is there where you could, I could play a 3D sound and like you know, if you're in your room, you close your eyes and someone was snapping a finger in a specific spot, you could locate that pretty well. I think. And I'm just wondering if that translates to the 2D space of the uh, of the uh, control of your the in, of the phone or whatever. Like if you would be able to translate, right? Or if that would just be confusing, right? Yeah. Oh no, that's something I might explore later. Yeah. Um, I'm still thinking if anyone has some interesting uh, blind. Like I'm, I was when I when I was thinking of uh, this week what game to pitch, I, I wrote down. Uh, Blind, blind game, and then I wrote down platformer, uh, puzzle, roguelike, um, guess who? My my first thought was like blind guess who, but 
that's kind of hard, I think. <laughs> or not well, yeah. Let us, let us know if you have ideas. <laughs> but yeah, if you're blind and listening to this, uh, or if, someone, if you have some interesting blind ideas, we could. it'd be interesting to hear some emails if you write in. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my pitch black. Cool. Well, thanks, Mark. Um, I wanted to mention at the end of the show, um, if you're an indie developer and want us to talk about your game, just email me at madfister at gmail.com. Um, or if you want to be interviewed, we're definitely open to that too, or just want to be on the show and hang out. Heck, if it's oh. a if it's an interesting game, but we don't want to talk about it, we could still link to it. I'll talk about it. I don't care. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we'll we're talk. doing one of these every week, we'll talk about it. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it would be neat to have a, an, an indie developer on the uh, air I think as a guest. Once we, have, once we get through a whole year of this, Mark, we'll have covered all the big games. That's true. So, <laughs> oh, no, maybe not. You know, they, they get made. They get made. Um, but yeah, let us know. Uh, yeah, if you want to hang out or talk about your favorite game, we're up for that, too. And when you say hang out, I want them to keep in mind we are 400 miles apart from each other. Right, hang out on Skype? Yes. So you don't even have to be in Boston or New York. Although if you are, then you can just come over. Yeah. Um, hey, maybe the, maybe we can have a special one when when we're next time in Boston. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, also, if you like our show, rate us on iTunes. And Please review. That'd be awesome. Tell Thank your you. friends. And uh, that's it for this week. So we love uh, you. next week we're doing Hydora by Locomolito. Um, I'll link to that on the post on kindofprettyallright.com. Alright, have a good one. Bye.